0: welcome to another episode of Background Noise. It is currently episode six, and that is pretty cool that I've been doing this um, weekly. But anyways, I have another guest with me, um, and I'll let her introduce um, herself with pronouns and not, but you know, I already said those, so (laughs) great.
1: Hi, I'm Sarah LaCroix, and I use she, her pronouns, and yeah, that's about it.
0: Yeah, so, um, she is in the same group as, um, uh, last week's episode with Aldo, Indigo, and Blue. Yes, yeah. <laughs> yes, yeah. And yeah. Okay. Um, so, you know, um, I decided to finally have everyone on my podcast. Yeah, so you're the last one out of my, uh, friends wow, I'm to so be ordered. on here. Yeah, yeah, great. <laughs> so how have you been sarah how have you been um i don't know (laughs) yeah
1: um i've been okay um you know things are still like weird um with everything that's going on but i'm sure we all know that by now i mean we've all been living it at this point for god knows how long like
0: Mm -hmm.
1: what has it been since like spring break was when we got put on it's been more than 100 days yeah it's crazy So yeah, it's been a little bit tiring working with that and everything like that. There's been like a lot of, it's definitely, obviously, because none of us have like lived through any of anything like this before. So it's very complicated, Mm -hmm. but I'm finding ways to get through it and like establishing like a lot of creative inputs and everything like that, that it's working okay for me. I'm doing well.
0: Yeah. And so let's, you know, get into the topics that I have planned for today. But obviously, like, I don't know, we can go off on side tangents and never get back uh but that is also totally cool mm. we're going to get into um you know like general mental health like where we've been lately um regarding our headspaces, our mindsets and our you know states of being especially because i know that you know covid has had a major impact on people's mental health but also other than that let's just get a feel of like how we're doing uh, i know you already said some stuff about that but yeah, sorry. sorry, I kind of ramble. Um, I think, <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, that's uh, totally cool. Um, but I guess I'll uh, get started so you can see how I usually do this.
1: Sounds good to me.
0: So, like, mental health, um, wise, honestly, I don't think COVID or really anything has had uh, much of an impact on me. Uh, I think I've been doing pretty well considering that my life that I the, li- the life that I live now is not so different than the life that I lived before a global pandemic happened so yeah there's not much to deal with regarding that area but I just think that I've had such a good support system with friends mm-hmm. which actually friends is an issue that we'll get um talking about later <laughs> on but uh yeah I've had a oh, really boy. good um, for that. oh yeah we have cool. um, a yeah, I think all of us, uh, or both of us, have had good support systems, um, mm-hmm. the guys, and then, you totally. know, I have my best friend and stuff, and you probably do too, and yes. yeah, I think before I used to journal, um, I think 2020, I was like, I'm gonna journal every single yeah. day, uh, that kind of, you know, went downhill around like May, uh, yeah, basically when COVID happened, because I just like felt like I had really I no longer had anything going on so I didn't feel like I had anything worth journaling.
1: Um, no I, I think
0: I should because emotions are still a thing you know so you should try to get
1: in touch with them. <laughs> oh definitely. I agree. It's definitely very healthy like things like journaling and stuff can definitely help a lot. Um I do it mm-hmm. sometimes as well but I do it like occasionally when I feel the need to if I have a lot of emotions or things that are just yeah. going on or I have mm-hmm. a lot of A lot of noise in my head which is it happens you know semi-often but if I need an outlet I'll just I um either write it down physically in a in a journal or I will record little videos to myself um -hmm. on my camera and my tripod I'll just sit in my bathtub which yeah yeah, of course and I'll just talk to myself kind of
0: I think that's really um cool like I'm yeah thank you
1: Yeah, it's just something that I started doing, like, I didn't even really think about it. I was just, like, feeling a lot one night, and I was like, you know what? I don't want to be alone with my thoughts. I'm going to go sit in my bathtub and say them aloud to myself. It's not going to go anywhere, but I'll know it's there. And lo and behold, I'm still doing it. (laughs) So it worked. That's all I do. I have, like, a lot of little things like that just to, because one of the things you don't want to do is bottle up your emotions. It's very unhealthy. I'm sure everyone knows that by now. They keep doing it. Me included. Yeah. I'm very guilty. I'd take it if I said I didn't. But. Oh, yeah. Yeah. We've all heard a million times the, like, don't bottle up your emotions. It's not healthy. And everyone's like, especially Gen Z, we're all like, just, no, absolutely not. I'm going to keep my bottle right here. And what are you going to do about it? Take it? Yeah.
0: Oh, my God. It's, um it reminds me of this one episode of this show called the magicians and so they have like this actual like spell where they bottle up their emotions quite literally and it's very funny because once they like release those emotions (laughs) they get hysterical and i think that's an accurate reflection of what happens to us um if we bottle up our emotions which we always do oh yeah and like Me, I'm an advocate for not bottling up your emotions, but do I do it anyways? Yes. Of course I do.
1: (laughs) Seth, I'm the same thing with me. I'm like, I'll scream at everyone night and day, like, don't bottle up your emotions. It's not healthy. I want to be a psychologist. So I'm going to tell you all the ways that I can give you so much advice on your mental health, but then I'm not going to follow it myself because I'm done. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if it's a Gen
0: Z thing or if it's just, I don't know. I think it's a Gen Z thing where we give so much advice and then we just don't follow it ourselves.
1: Oh yeah, um my my therapist and I actually talked about that a while ago. Shout out to Dr. Doug Traney. He's fantastic. Best man I've ever met. Um but anyway. Anyway, um we were having a session and we were talking about that and he was like he thinks that it's like because we want to help more with other people, like um there's like a lot of in our generation people want to help more and they want to do more because we're starting to take more notice to social issues and what's going on but Mm -hmm. it's also very hard for us because a lot of us you know we're still young we're still very young um so we're dealing with trying to help but also struggling with helping ourselves and adapting and changing with what's going on around us
0: yeah definitely i think that's very insightful Mm-hmm. And yeah, like going back to the whole like your emotions and feelings and trying to keep in touch with them. I think at one point um, this past week, or it was last week, I think Um, I was like, I was at this point where like things just kept happening. And I was just feeling all sorts of confliction. Uh, or conflict, and I was just like, okay, girl, like, you need to sit down and, like, write this out, like, journal it, do something, Um, and I was tired of journaling, so then I decided to write a letter to myself, like, I pulled out my nice stationery, and then I just took my pen, and I wrote, like, a full page to myself, and I was surprised, I actually got out that many words, Um, but it was just, it was very, I wouldn't say it was like cathartic, but it was a very nice feeling just to be able Mm -hmm. to tell myself, like it was me addressing myself. Um, I was like, Hey, Anne, like, go do this tomorrow or Hey, don't be so hard on yourself all the time. Um, and it was Mm -hmm. just, it was very nice. They were like words that I needed to hear, but from myself. Definitely. Is there anything else that you
1: want to um, expand on? Um, do you want me to go into talking about COVID and not impact on mental health? Because I can talk about that a little bit.
0: I mean, you can if you want, like totally.
1: All right. Um, so for me personally, um, when I was um, six years old, I was diagnosed with GAD, Generalized Anxiety Disorder, with um, also the added lovely bonus of hypochondriasis, which if um, anyone listening doesn't know what that is, it's defined by being a disorder in which your body will imitate disease um and it can escalate into psychosomatic diseases which basically means that your body will imitate a real life the symptoms of a disease for me it's the most the most common psychosomatic is psychosomatic heart attacks and psychosomatic um cancer in a way it's like i get convinced that i have a brain tumor a lot of time which Mm. thank you good morning america for that one (laughs) <laughs> That's a long story. Wow. But <laughs> anyway, so this has been going on ever since, you know, I was really little Um, for more of my life than it hasn't been happening. And so normally it's really easy to cope with because I just tell myself, you know, it's not real and there's not a lot of focus outwardly besides myself on outwardly from other sources than myself telling me about health constantly but because of covid we've had to be so aware of our health and what's going on and everything and it is really it can really mess with you a lot and i think a lot of people even might not realize it because now you're constantly aware of what you're doing yeah. and how it's affecting your health um which for me yeah. is terrifying because it puts it makes me focus a lot more on not just like the health that is there, but also what's not there, which can mm-hmm. be really scary. But I've been working yeah. I've been working with both my um, psychiatrist and my therapist. Shout out to Aaron Peterson and Doug Training, my homies. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, and it's been helping. I've been getting a lot better, certainly, as time goes on and I get more used to it. Yeah. Which sucks because it sucks that we have to get used to this because it's a new normal and it's not just going to go away anytime soon. But yeah. it's also yeah. like, at least, you know, their silver lining is that you can get used to it
0: yeah and I think that's really good um for mm-hmm. as yeah you know, as good as it can get oh definitely yeah so um yeah that was a really insightful look into Thank you. how COVID is affecting your um overall mental health and I just think overall people need to like um I think it would be beneficial for people to learn more about mental health and like the various
1: um I agree
0: issues that you know people face on a daily basis
1: a lot of mental health is still very stigmatized and like definitely you people are becoming more aware and it's becoming something people will talk about more but there's still a very long way to go in terms in relation to mm-hmm.
0: yeah that normalize mental health people because yeah. people so many people deal with it and yeah it's,
1: like, like a lot more deal you. with it than don't
0: but yeah moving on um from that I think I mentioned earlier about um friends uh,
1: yes oh <gasps> what a
0: topic we can fill oh, yes. all the tea yeah right we can. here right now uh we're actually especially- yeah. <laughs> <laughs> welcome
1: we're to not the tea call- podcast
0: <laughs> we're not gonna call you thought this out. is
1: just us talking about mental health uh no expose real
0: oh I'm not wish. really not really <clears throat> yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh but anyways um Kind of like going along the same track of like emotional and mental health. I think a really important part of that whole journey is just emotional growth. Um, I'm kind of veering more oh, towards for sure. um, emotional health right now and not mental health. Um, mm-hmm. But I think it's really important for a person to go through emotional growth, and I think it's really helpful when you know you have friends, like a support system, to help you go through that. And kind of eventually reach emotional maturity. But I mean, everyone's constantly evolving. So emotional maturity um, can, you know, vary, really.
1: Oh, definitely. It's it's very much, maturity is very much a person-to-person thing. Like you can Mm -hmm. put it on a, like psychologically and scientifically, you can put it on a scale of time as much as you want. But in truth, it's also it's not just like biological factors that impact maturity, but your own experiences personally.
0: Yes, mm-hmm. that are going
1: to impact that. And I feel like right now with COVID nineteen and the pandemic and everything like that, people are especially younger people who haven't fully matured yet and haven't fully developed their personalities are now going through something that is ultimately going to shape a lot of their maturity and their emotional health.
0: Yeah. So I think uh, we should um, get into that, like you know how yeah sounds great how our friends have helped us emotionally grow uh, or just grow as people in general. Um, you know, friends finding the right ones, etc.,
1: mm-hmm. etc. Cetera,
0: et cetera. Would you like to go first? Since I went first uh, last time, <laughs>
1: sure. Um, yeah, okay. So for me, uh, my friendship journey started about in middle school. I was I ended up in a really bad crowd because I wasn't. I was. I was pretty badly bullied so like I didn't I would stick to anyone who would pay attention to me for more than like 5 minutes um mm-hmm. which made me kind of self-admittedly made me pretty annoying and I ended up in with some bad people who took advantage of that but what I am grateful for with that situation is that it made me more aware of mm-hmm. the fact that even if I'm kind to people and I want to give everyone a chance I need to realize that not everyone is worth that chance Oh, yeah. And that was a big lesson I needed to learn personally, and I had to experience it firsthand and just accept and So now I can notice a lot of toxic traits a lot quicker mm-hmm. and get off. So I've met some really great people, like you and the boys and like that's and through the pandemic, I've kind of learned more about who I really want to be around, especially with like not just the pandemic but like all the social. And human rights issues going on right now, because oh, they're yeah. not because they're not political issues, they're human social issues, but mm-hmm. but it's like so it's forced me to realize who I really want and who really aligns with me and who I can actually trust and like to share good beliefs and beliefs that like I can align myself with mm-hmm. and like it's shown a lot of true colors to me from people that I thought were generally decent, yeah, and I've needed. Like I said, um, we do like our meetups every, every Saturday at seven thirty, and they're, they've helped a lot for me personally. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm hoping it does the same for others, but like, even if we're just playing games and being goofy, it's done a lot for me because it helps me connect with people again, even if we can't actually be together, Yeah, which I need and I think everyone needs right now.
0: Yeah, totally. Um. And you know, yeah, the um I I totally agree with you about, you know, this whole <clears throat> situation right now with friends and like realizing who the right people are. Um, mm-hmm. you know, I think you're totally um right about, you know, this whole situation has just made me realize like what I want in a friend, um like the you know, just like what I want a friendship to be. Yeah, totally. Um, and how, you know, like, these people that I'm interacting with, like, I want to make sure that, you know, their values, or at least the parts that um, shouldn't be, like, negotiable, like, you know, LGBTQ oh, yeah, rights and, like, Black Lives Matter, like, that stuff. No, no, no. You yeah. got to support that ish or, like,
1: hmm. Mm. Not I about that, sis.
0: Yeah. No, I Yeah. Agree. Uh, yeah. Um, and, like, very small tangent that I'm just going to include, like, these are truly, like, human rights, civil rights, social justice issues. Um, And, like, just to let everyone know, like, when mm-hmm. we say that these aren't political, it means that they shouldn't be political, but they are, and that we have to solve oh, yeah. them politically.
1: Um, exactly. But,
0: anyways. Back Which is to, unfortunate. Back to it, it is unfortunate. But, you know, back to, you know, the whole friends thing, I've, like, I've just, I've realized so much And I don't know why it took me so long, but I I finally realized that in the past, I used to kind of give in easily when it came to these things and like my values. And I used to say, okay, just like agree to disagree when in reality, that shouldn't have been the case. And I should have argued with them. Um, I mean, if it was, if it came to arguing, I should have called them out for
1: it. I know exactly where you're coming from um because like for me like I said with the whole um situation where I was bullied I was very complacent for a very long time like I would let people do things to me that are not okay and I would be complacent in it and when I did try to ask for help a lot of times there wasn't anyone there to help so I just kind of became very I would go along with everything that anyone's I was very doormat like because I would just be like all right and I would disagree with people, but I would go along with it, like you said. I would go along with it because, well, for me personally, I would go along with it because, like, I was de- just desperate for like attention, negative mm-hmm. or positive, and so I would just agree and like be like, "Yeah, okay, that's good." And so for me, part of my my journey, like in finding good friends and defining what I wanted in a friend, was learning to stand up for myself and healthily debate yeah. and stand my own ground when it needed to be stood and so then uh (laughs) this is where i fell into some trouble too with now the reason i get targeted for bullying a lot isn't because i'm a doormat or because i don't get it i don't have because i'm a generally nice person now i like to think i like to think at least (laughs) but um people who used to make me targets for bullying get very surprised because now i don't take it and so then people get angry because they don't like when you fight back but I do, and I'm not gonna stop doing that just because it might make some people uncomfortable because ultimately I had to learn that people other people might be uncomfortable, but I don't need to make them comfortable like that's not my job wow. if they're uncomfortable, they don't need to be around me.
0: What a statement to be <laughs> said i I truly love that um thank you and yeah, like um. I think that's truly, um, I mean, yeah, that's what friends should be. Well, they shouldn't be uncomfortable around. They should be comfortable with who you are as a person. And I think with that um, aspect of, like, friendship, I I think it's pretty um, clear sometimes to, like, to who's a true friend or not. And you can root out those people. But – for my case, I I'm not gonna call anyone out because I truly do believe that these are they're good people, and no, I, I get what you're it's saying. It's just a matter of like differences and just mm-hmm. yeah. So I'm gonna go in like a tangent, side story sort of. Um, but basically, I have had friends, um, these same group of friends for like a very long time. I've known them practically my whole life, mm-hmm. um, and I think it's kind of that aspect of either i've like i've just known them for so long or they're like or the certain friends are just attached to people who i've known for so long that i was just kind of i kind of let things slide or i was what i was feeling was very subconscious and i just never realized it um and so yeah like i think reflecting on it now there might have been something that uh was different and like i'm not saying that i'm di- like different is an adjective that can be taken um, in different, in different ways. Um, but Definitely, when I say I different for me, I mean, I'm just, um, I'm passionate about what I'm passionate about and I make that very clear. And there it comes, you know, like, um, with the current, you know, sociopolitical atmosphere, like right now, like those are the issues that I'm passionate about. And I think that marks mm-hmm. me as like very different because normally, um, you know, I wouldn't talk to these friends about that. Um, and now I'm realizing that in my friendships, like, we gotta talk about this stuff at least once. So Oh totally. Yeah. Um, and so, you know, they never really you know, like I always catered to them. Um and I never really if I did bring up those topics, I never really fully talked about them. Um oh, I agree. Because I always just like put them away because someone felt uncomfortable or it's just something that they didn't know about which I felt like they should try to like learn about uh, mm. anyways so there was that and then like you know like being uncomfortable like it was those topics that they were uncomfortable with and then I feel like maybe just like, you know, you get into that head space where it's just your questioning is like, was it me? Like, was it because like, I'm different? Like, I'm like the only like Asian American friend that you have or, you know, um, and you don't like to play that card. But then, no, I get what you're, what you're like, saying. Well, I mean, it's a card. It exists. So like, it might have played um, a role in, you know, kind of differentiating you from them.
1: Yeah, no, I totally agree. I get what you're saying. Like, obviously, yeah. I'm I am very, very, very white. So I cannot re- relate on the, um you know, because I'm not going to pretend to understand that because that's not my place. But mm-hmm. um, I am I am a lesbian. I am part of the LGBTQ community, therefore. And I'm very vocal about it. I'm very publicly out because I made a promise to myself again in middle school that I wasn't going to lie to myself for anyone's sake. Again, same situation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so, a lot of people that can make them very uncomfortable because, you know, a lot of people, even though we're, like I said, people have become more aware of different issues, but a lot of times there's still still a lot of stigma and discomfort around them. And Mm -hmm. people would, a lot of people, I think, would rather pretend like things are better and not face a lot of the serious issues going on than put in the work to go them and that doesn't necessarily make them a bad person it just yeah they have a lot of people have their own stuff going on too which doesn't excuse them but Mm -hmm. they have to break they have to break their own walls down
0: Uh, yeah i totally understand that because there's like um i think kind of going along what i said and what you've said like there are Mm -hmm. certain um i was going to say something along the lines of like like that's kind of like the part of us that empathizes with people and that's considerate of them. But I think it's this empathy and this consideration that can sometimes, I mean, I'm not saying that it can go too far. I'm just saying that, you know, sometimes we let that um, get in the way of us like fully unfiltering ourselves Um, because like with me, I think it was my own consideration and my own, um, like, empathy for, like, my friends that I just never really, like, at, for so long, I was just, like, okay, like, I, I know they have their own things, um. so I just, like, I won't uh, be so, like, uh not stubborn. I'm just very, like, vocal about, you know, these issues, so I just kind of, like, didn't um bring that side of me up as much or maybe I did and I just don't remember <laughs> mm-hmm. um and um kind of like fast forwarding from just not just the past but like now you know when black lives matter was um you know resurging a few weeks ago i think it's been a month now maybe and mm-hmm. um you know i i spent weeks thinking about whether or not I should talk to my friends about this and I definitely I talked to y'all about it yeah um but then like my other friends I was thinking about it because you know the there was this consideration in me I was like okay this is something I care about but also I know they're uncomfortable about this one because they're um not educated which like you said like circumstances like I know like they have to break their own like walls down but you know they're responsible for educating themselves about these issues and I just don't think not educating yourself is like anything that can be excused really but then you know again the consideration like plays a part in like excusing that so I don't know it's like a situation by situation um thing. Um so yeah, like I was just debating with myself because I was like I wasn't sure how they would take me bringing that up. Um but I I brought it up at one point and um I, I didn't get a response. Um mm-hmm. and you know we live in a pretty digital world so like, like I waited a week too and so not getting a response kind of hurt. And then I followed up afterwards and they still didn't reply. Uh we're gonna get into that later. But basically, um, I kind of just realized I was like, well, like in my follow up, I was like, you don't even have to talk about BLM, like, just please reply. Um, but then it was just even that kind of like, basic consideration that I felt like they didn't have for me. Like, you know, I I gave Mm -hmm. you a chance to reply, you didn't even have to talk about, you know, this issue that really matters to me. Um but they never did, and so um, I wanted to bring up, like, not only just feeling comfortable with your friends, but having a give-give relationship with them, and not just a give-take. Um, totally. And so, you know, it was that at that point where I realized, like, I just don't feel the same reciprocation anymore, and I maybe have rationalized, like, less reciprocation in the past, but now I just... Like, I I want to have friends that are willing to engage with me in these sorts of conversations and Definitely. who are willing to give me um, something in return because mm-hmm. I, you know, I sometimes I catered myself to them or I was just I was so considerate. And sometimes those same considerations, you can just tell at some point that Those will just never be given to you in return. Exactly.
1: Definitely. I I've again been there, done that. It's um for me, it happened again a bit earlier because going back to middle school, which I'm gonna bring up kind of, but that's for me like a lot of when friend discovery and who I wanted to be around happened. Mm -hmm. Um, because I was forced into it, basically. Yeah. Which is both unfortunate and fortunate because it gave me time before I got to high school to be able to realize what I did want. And it still took a little bit longer um like for me, when I realized truly that I was catering too much like for like final time when the lesson finally sank in for real was mm-hmm. homecoming sophomore year. I don't oh know how much i I don't know how much I've talked about this um to you, I know Aldo knows all of it, but yeah. um basically, I got put in charge without my consent without any with basically they just assumed the friend group I was with just assumed that. I would be okay with whatever and that I'd be okay with planning whatever and hosting whatever. And so I – it was suddenly my responsibility to cater everything and like create the plans for dinner beforehand to pick everyone up, um, for my mom to pick everyone up. Without consideration of that my mom might be tired of having to constantly do things and that I might be tired of having to constantly make the plans and be the one taking the initiative. Um, yeah. And so we got to homecoming and I have other friends from theater because I have several theater groups and I had let them know at dinner that I might at some point um end up talking with my other friends, not because I was ignoring them, but because those people wanted to talk to me, too. Yeah. And so and they said that was fine. And I was like, OK, cool, because I figured it would be worth giving them consideration, the consideration of knowing that I would also be talking to other people because they had other people to talk to as well. Yeah. Um, And so I assumed everything was good, but they ended up losing me for a bit. I lost them, they lost me. They had phones they could have contacted me with and vice versa. And when I got back to them, they decided they were sick of being at the homecoming. And they kind of assumed that, again, my parents would be cool. Even yeah. though I had told them before, I had been trying to tell them, but they wouldn't listen to me, that my mom didn't want to go have like movie time or whatever at my house. Um, they just didn't listen to me. And so they basically ended up ditching me and my other friend that came along that they weren't really close friends with, but I was yeah. really close friends with and wanted there. Um, they basically ended up ditching both of us at, and her, their mom had been was supposed to drive us back. So they didn't text my mom at all to let them know that we were there. And they basically just yeah. ditched us. And they called me, like they called me names and called me a terrible person essentially for doing that. And then they told me, um, if you're going to act like an a-hole, you can just F off. Was the direct quote and I s- just walked away. I didn't say anything back. I just walked away because I wasn't going to take it anymore. Mm-hmm. I was like sick of it at that point, And that's where it ended. And then I found this friend group, which is significantly better. Thank you, by the way, <laughs> for not ditching me at homecoming. That's pretty cool. But <laughs> I mean, anyway, I
0: wouldn't be able to ditch you at homecoming because I wouldn't There's... be able to go. Woo! Heck yeah. Uh, but I wouldn't ditch you anyways. because Yeah. 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 But um, I just god that's like the worst like i wow i can't believe that happened
1: i know right but i mean
0: uh it it literally sounds like it
1: sounds like something ripped out right out of high school musical or some stuff
0: (laughs) it does it does i was like wait sophomore home they were so
1: (laughs) dramatic i was like what i was like at the time i was like literally this story sounds so fake because it sounds like oh my god i got ditched at homecoming (sighs) like (laughs) i was like wow my life is a soap opera apparently cute um
0: cute (laughs) cute Uh, hey you're living a main character life Woo! i actually that that's good to like some extent that's not really that great um but i mean i'm glad that you like learned from that experience at least totally
1: i'm just really glad i didn't tried to reconnect with them because this person had done a lot of stuff to me in the past that I had ended up letting go because they had been, they had been going through some personal stuff, which isn't my business to disclose. It's not, you know, no matter, no matter how much they hurt me, it's not my business to air their dirty laundry. And I'm not going to do that because even if they don't respect me, I still have some semblance of respect for them.
0: Yeah.
1: And so anyway, like I'm not, I'm no saint or anything like that, but also I'm not, Awful dumpster of a person. So like, I'm not gonna You're do anything. Definitely
0: like not an a hole like that what? person said. So yeah, don't know what they were talking about. And like yeah. they're like it's the hypocrisy just amazes me because they're the ones acting like jerks. Yeah, and you've put out you you've done so much, mm-hmm. and ugh, it's crazy. High schoolers are just stupid. Oh yeah,
1: They we're a whole teenagers in general are a whole breed of just oh, yeah. hormones and experiences and yeah just these juxtapositions <laughs> of all every mess that can happen will probably happen at some point oh yeah Definitely. and what really builds character is how you handle it
0: mm-hmm.
1: and how you deal with it and how you choose to come out on the other side
0: Yeah, and so this kind of leads me to i had this like written down but i was like um so you know you sometimes you you have like default friend groups um and so it's hard like for me I know I've said I've known these people like all my life basically um and then like sometimes you just hang around a friend group for so long that you you kind of always like come back to them mm-hmm. but like um and you know like the people that I I reached out to like I'm obviously not like Ditching all of them, like if ditching is even the right um, verb because it's not. Um, I'm just kind yeah. of like distancing moving myself. On. Like I'm, I'm moving on. Um, and yeah, I mean they're still good people, but it's just like sometimes um, you have to realize that certain friends aren't just they're just not meant to stick with you for so long. Yeah. Um, and that it's okay to like let go and move on and grow as a person. For totally. Doing totally. So um and yeah and it's it's really hard because sometimes you just you you've stayed with them for so long you, it's just really weird to not have them in the future mm-hmm. but that's where like you know having new friends comes into play which is like I haven't made I don't think I've like made new friends
1: in so long <laughs> it feels like Same.
0: feels weird to say that but um I think like really the only new friend would be you but honestly I've known you since freshman year yeah so really is it that new no but also we've gotten closer so totally
1: totally which I'm really grateful for by the way
0: yeah yeah me too um so yeah I think and I was discussing this with like another friend too and like I'm I don't even know like what train of thought this was originally at but Mm. it's okay tangents are cool um Yeah, sometimes you think it's, like, normal to have so many friends, but then you realize that it's really not. I was thinking about, like, my sister and just, you know, um, like, college graduates in general, like, they don't, like, they have probably, like, different friend groups, but in reality, I'm thinking about the number of people that my sister are, like, close to, and it's, like, really not that many i mean maybe it is she's pretty popular but (laughs) yeah Yeah. Um, cannot relate yeah me yeah me too but um yeah i just sometimes you just you gotta move on people that's the let that's the lesson here you gotta move on
1: gotta Uh, let go man you gotta let go let it go
0: (laughs) Uh, yeah. And I want to go back to, um, we were talking about like the things, um, that we have realized that we're looking for in friendships now. Mm. So it's just like, you know, being comfortable with you, uh, or them. And, um, what is it? Being able to have
1: hard discussions.
0: Yeah. Having hard discussions, having the same, um, reciprocation. And there was one thing that I noticed and a lot of my other friends that we just don't have, emotionally fulfilling conversations Yeah. Um it's a lot of small talk and I realize like that's not I mean like I'm down with small like you can talk to me about like anything but you know there's kind of a point where it's just like okay can we get to something that actually will like spark <laughs> yeah. me with something like you know, like some like conversations should leave something behind. I agree. And I just like normalize having deep emotionally fulfilling conversations, people. Because I, agree. I live for that stuff.
1: Same here. I I have never been one for small talk. Like I will do it aggressively because I am very extroverted and I uh-huh. love I love talking to people. I love talking in general. And so I want to talk with people in any way, but like for me, small talk gets very boring and it's very hard to maintain. I think a lot of people find that. And mm-hmm. let's be real; it's just kind of boring. It's not. I need like, I like like mentally stimulating conversations, and like, mm-hmm. I'll be like, "Screw the small talk. Let's talk about your deepest fear and pick it apart yeah. and explain why." Like,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and I think I think what has really helped me discover that is just me, uh, just us, and the boys. Also, I feel yeah. like they're gonna listen to this podcast episode
1: um, if they do
0: <laughs> yeah. and be like. They're referring to us as the boys. The boys. <laughs> I'm just like
1: <laughs> That's all you are now. The, yeah, boys. the boys. You've been reduced. <laughs> Congratulations.
0: Oh, okay. Um and I just I just think that, you know, having this friend group is like truly like the best decision um mm-hmm. like I've ever made because and just like in general yeah. like COVID and, like, us, like, like you know, the odds are kind of against us, like, hanging out. But, you know, we figured out, like, Saturday um, game nights, yeah. movie nights. And truly, COVID has made us closer than ever. Definitely, Which is insane. But also, like, we love it. Um, yeah, it's great.
1: I've and great I,
0: I've realized I want deeply emotionally um, fulfilling conversations because that's what I have with these people. Like, about not gonna lie, like, a good 50% of the time, we're talking about some deep, dark, um, oh yeah. like, issue, or, like, just, you know, um, we're talking about our worries, like, our fears, our, like, mm. um, aspirations, and I just, I don't know, like, we explore different sides of each other, and I think totally. truly like we're we've all like found um comfort in each other. Um like, you know, we we don't filter ourselves around each other. And yeah, I, I think Yeah, which is really nice. I think that's truly something that everyone should have, like just a group of friends I agree. where you can just complain and like s- truly spill the tea without having to like <laughs> worry about um feeling guilty afterwards or feeling bad. Mm-hmm. Um and then you laugh it off afterwards. I mean, Indigo, like, okay, I know I talk about Indigo's wit a lot, and he he's gonna like his ego is gonna
1: go.
0: Oh yeah. After that. Oh yeah. But truly, like, we each like fit each other um pretty well. Like Indigo's wit, um, like he always like lightens the mood, and then oh, Blue has like sort sort of like self deprecating, but also like dark-ish sarcasm humor that tends to fly Mm. over my head and (laughs) and then we have um aldo oh yeah who's like the crazy Well, i don't like he's crazy but he's a goofball yeah um he's just
1: but he also has like a lot going on
0: yeah our last yeah and he 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 reveals he's very candid about that Mm. too definitely um, which I think is really great like I admire you
1: know, I admire that about him a lot
0: and then there's you unapologetically Whoa. yourself um, thank you I truly admire that about you and I think in the thank past so two years I would have never like I'm not, I'm like truly like because I was trying to like you know put up this like filter like I don't think I would have like unabashedly like said that but like now mm-hmm. like heck yes um Whoa. Um, And then there's me. Yeah,
1: Yeah, you're very – what I like about you a lot and, like, what I admire about you is that you're very grounded in reality and you're very – like, you're very intelligent, just, like, not, like, just, like, in the, you know, normal sense or, like, the –
0: Academics. Yeah, yeah, the academic
1: (laughs) sense. That's where I was going. Sorry about that. Um, But also, you're very emotionally intelligent and it's really great because you you are really good at – keeping going conversations and like holding you're very I'm I'm able to bounce off of you very well and I think the others are too Thank you. which yeah. is really wonderful
0: and I just yeah we, we fit each other very well and I think mm-hmm. um, people on the outside like they probably look at us and think we're a bunch of weirdos uh, oh yeah that's probably true um yep. but we we are truly nuanced people and I think I forget like you know whether it's like Um, And I put this in air quotes, like the seemingly weirdos, you know, like the nerds, the geeks, like and the so-called popular people. Sometimes I forget like those people are actually nuanced and they don't seem as jerky as they might be. (laughs) Yeah. But, you know, I think sometimes it's hard for us to remember that people are more complex than they seem. They're more nuanced than Mm -hmm. they seem. And you can't narrow someone down to just like one character trait. Um,
1: Yeah, because that's not how people worked. Work, yeah. In general,
0: yeah. And I, I just, again, I just love talking about my friends.
1: Um, I do too. It's like one of my favorite pastimes. I will go on and on about my friends forever. I cannot, for the life of me, usually talk about myself, but I can go on and on about other people forever.
0: Yeah, and I, I don't think I, I was like this before, but now that you have, now that I mm. actually have friends who I love hanging out with and that I look yeah. forward to hanging out with each week. Mm-hmm. Yeah, again, I, I could totally go off about them, and I just, I can't, like, emphasize enough how, like, right now, like, our dynamics are truly great, and I really hope that everyone finds people like that who, you I know, agree. fit you really well, Um, and once again, like, you know, like, um, in the past, like, people... You know, you were just very um exuberant and I think I used to I was okay, I'm not gonna lie. I was a bit put off because I'm like an introvert oh, totally. kind of No, I get what and, you're saying. And I was just um I you know, you are also unpredictable. One as a person and as oh in yeah games
1: <laughs> Oh yeah <laughs> There's a reason that they call me chaos.
0: Yes. Um, but oh. yeah, like truly, I think in the past, like, I, I wouldn't have understood it, and if you had told Mm -hmm. me that I would be, like, really good friends with you now, like, I, I I don't think I would have really understood how and why, but now I totally do, and in a way, like, um, like, you know, even in just, like, the silly game nights that we have, like, girls versus guys, um, yeah like we have like a weird connection like it's oh, some yeah. sort of telepathy or just yeah it's a it's girl very thing. strange
1: yeah but it's a yeah. lot of fun it's just very odd like we will just like randomly bounce up which i wasn't expecting to be completely honest yeah yeah but it was it's really funny that it happened that way
0: yeah yeah totally um and i just again like i just i will go off on this friend group, but mm, same. <laughs> like um just uh so there are five of us if y'all couldn't figure out so yeah there's me and um sarah oh. aldo and then indigo in blue and um we should just assign colors to each other at this point i know <laughs> um and be like overly sarcastic productions but anyways uh-huh. yeah um i just think what's really great is that not only can we um f- like We interact very well as a group, and I can't wait to see how we interact in real life, like, next year once we finally get together. um, That's going to be insane. It's (laughs) going to be a
1: time. I'm excited.
0: And then, um, just, like, in, like, subunits, too. Like, we you know, like, we, we hang out in all sorts of units, like, there's, there's mm-hmm. sometimes, um, like, me and you right now, um, like, I just, yeah, yeah. each of us, like, individually, like, I mean, we're getting there to where each of us can have, like, just individual conversations with each other, mm-hmm. um, and I think that's really great, and, like, you know, there's me and the guys will have, like, a four-way conversation, or it's just, like, like, last night, um, it was me, you, uh, blue and indigo yeah, um, And then Yeah I just It's it's really great And that's what I really love
1: about yeah, same.
0: The five of us
1: I like how we can be We're good on our own But we also can bring out Really good things in each other And yeah. individually And like, like you said In blocks of, a, of our group Or all together Which is a very yeah. healthy thing in relationships Like not obviously like platonic But like even yeah. in romantic ones too like mm-hmm. it's important to be able to what you don't want to be reliant or codependent on each other and like exactly, needing yeah. each other to be good. You need to be good on your own, but just think and know that things can be like, you can have a great time on your own, but you'd have an even better time if they were there.
0: Yeah. And I think in like just in platonic and romantic relationships, mm-hmm. like, I mean um, in this group of friends, I kind of see that reflected because like all the, all of us deal with like, our own stuff mm-hmm. but i think we do a really good job of like acting as a support system but then also just like um you know leaving people alone to just yeah. deal with things on their own because we know that's what's best for them and exactly. then like just tough love like you know mm-hmm. um yeah
1: that's what i really like too because i don't like friend groups where they're going to, like you said, like we were talking about with comfort earlier, okay. where they're just going to like go along and let you do whatever you want, despite it making them uncomfortable. Because okay. I would hate to know that I had made someone even unintentionally com- d- uncomfortable because I do that a lot because like, like you said earlier, I'm very like eccentric and I've always been that way. Like ever since I was little and a lot of times um I will be so caught up in what I'm doing that I'll miss little social cues sometimes that people are uncomfortable. So sometimes I need someone to take a step, like to make me take a physical step back and be like, hey, just take a moment to breathe and just like, you know, come back to earth because like that's part, that's another part of like, um, I also have ADHD diagnosed. Um, I want to point that out because like some people are very, they assume because like, again, there's like a lot of people that self-diagnose, which I hate, which is very unfortunate again but um no i promise like for me i'm diagnosed um like so like a lot of those traits come from that and because i was like very emotionally repressed for a very long time i tend to just like i i'm very chatty and i tend to kind of like go off in my own little world and get very caught up in how excited i am to be talking to people that i forget Mm -hmm. to pick up to like watch for careful social because i'm getting better at it but like sometimes i really need someone to reel me back in
0: yeah, and I think um I think we do a good job of that. Yeah, um, at least I hope. Um, I think so too. Um, like yeah, I think all of us have gotten um really good at just like being um like we're very we're careful as to what we say, and it's not because like we're uncomfortable each other. Like we said before, like yeah. we are or walking very on eggshells with each other. Yeah. Oh yeah. 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 We don't walk on eggshells with each other. Um, and like, we're, I think we're all at a, a level of like, um, I wouldn't say like, cause obviously we're always developing, but mm-hmm. I think we are more, um, self-aware totally. and, um, like we're at a very good emotional, um, like, um, intelligence level. Oh, definitely. And, um, I think, I think this, like our, friends just um do a really good job of like making sure that we're not too harsh but we're also not like dumbing ourselves down too- yeah, yeah yeah um so yeah definitely with like you know and like you said like reeling you in when you're talking like um yeah like it i mean it happens so and we all like understand that so then we're just like hey sarah tone it down yeah <laughs> yeah um Hush but my child. no but then sometimes it gets like really interesting because i know you are interested in like we were talking about oj simpson last night oh yeah and that was like a whole tangent that, <laughs> that I was, was
1: a thing <laughs> that happened yeah Launched you simpson oh god that's yeah bad. that's a bad joke, that's, that's a joke. <laughs> 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 <laughs>
0: um but yeah um Basically, what people should be getting from this whole uh, yeah. rant um, about our friends is that just just choose people who you're comfortable with, who you have emotionally fulfilling yeah. conversations people with. People who can match you. Yeah, who can, who can match you. Um, and just, yeah. And I think that'll make for some really healthy friendships. And truly um you can apply what you learn from your platonic friendships into like romantic relationships. Oh for certain get into one. Like I've gotten so much better at like um communication because oh, for of sure. that. Um so yeah. Um and I think that's like really all I had um for today. So um yeah. It was really great talking to you Sarah. It was amazing
1: talking to you too. I had a great time. Thanks for inviting yeah. me.
0: Yeah, yeah, of course. And um, I'm sure our friends loved having their egos inflated.
1: I know. You're welcome.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Um, So, yeah, I hope um, everyone, you know, whether or not you're listening to this as background noise or if you're intently listening, which I hope you did, Yeah. (laughs) Um, you know, I hope you took away some, yeah, some lessons and um, I will talk to you guys next time.
1: Bye. Peace.